Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Blind Analysis. My name is Tommy Ray Valdez. Today, I want to talk a little NFL news. I also want to get you guys ready for the divisional round of the NFL playoffs. We'll talk about each one of those matchups. I'll predict a winner for each game. Um, and I also want to talk a little MLB news as well and talk a little more Seattle Mariners baseball. So first, we'll get started with the latest NFL news. Some interesting news about Bill Belichick. I did hear that um, he is going back for a second interview with the Atlanta Falcons over the weekend. Um, you know, normally when they go back for a second interview, that's a really good sign. Um, and uh, I think there's a really good chance the Atlanta Falcons um, are strongly considering hiring Bill Belichick as their next head coach, which would make things really interesting in that NFC South division. Um, as we all know, um, you know, this season, that division uh, was really close. Um, it was a tight division. Of course, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers ended up winning that division, and they are moving on to the divisional round of the NFL playoffs after getting a big win last week. Uh, but, um, you know, if the Falcons, you know, if they hire a guy like Bill Belichick, um, you know, they could really end up dominating that division, um, you know, for as long as Bill Belichick wants to continue coaching. So, um, you know, Bill Belichick, great defensive mind. We know about all the success that he had in New England uh, with the Patriots winning six Super Bowls, um, you know, appearing in nine Super Bowls over a 24-year um, span. So, um, you know, Bill Belichick, very successful head coach in the NFL, uh, definitely the best head coach in NFL history. Um, so, you know, I think it would be smart for the Atlanta Falcons to hire Bill Belichick. I think that could definitely, um, you know, um, you know, put things, you know, in, in the right direction for them within that NFC South division um, if they decide to make the move. But we'll see, you know, we'll see what happens. Um, you know, not only could that help out, um, you know, their defense with a great defensive mind like Bill Belichick, uh, but we know how well he, he really enjoys, um, you know, running the football. Um, and I think that can really help out a guy like Bijan Robinson in that Atlanta Falcons offense um, if they were to hire a guy like Bill Belichick. So we'll see what happens, uh, but, um, you know, we'll keep an eye on that. Uh, but, you know, I think that, um, you know, like I said, with Bill Belichick going back for a second interview, that's a really good sign. And I think that, um, you know, it's going to happen. I think the Falcons will hire Bill Belichick, but we'll have to wait and see. Um, you know, if that officially does happen. So uh, that's my thoughts on that. Um, keep an eye on the Seattle Seahawks, um, you know, my favorite team. Uh, you know, they have been um, interviewing a lot of candidates uh, for that head coaching job. Um, you know, I did hear that uh, they've interviewed about seven or eight different candidates for that head coaching position. A um, couple of names to keep an eye on. Uh, guys like Raheem Morris, um, who is currently the defensive coordinator for the L.A. Rams. Uh, they've also interviewed um, the Baltimore Ravens defensive coordinator, Mike McDonald, as well. Um, they've also interviewed a few offensive coordinators as well, which will make things uh, really interesting. Um, they interviewed Ben Johnson, uh, the offensive coordinator for the Detroit Lions. Um, I also did hear that they are planning on interviewing the offensive coordinator of the Houston Texans, Bobby Sloick, as well. So um, those are just a few of the names. Um, you know, keep an eye on um, other possibilities as well. Um, you know, of course, Dan Quinn, 
is a strong possibility, a former defensive coordinator for the Seahawks, um, you know, during their uh, Super Bowl runs uh, with Pete Carroll. Um, so that's a possibility as well. Um, and, you know, maybe there's a few other names uh, that we don't know about yet. Um, you know, um, a name that I really haven't heard a whole lot this season that I've heard in the past um, for head coaching interviews of, you know, with other teams in the past is a guy like Eric Bieniemy. Um, Eric Bieniemy, the former offensive coordinator for the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, currently the offensive coordinator with the Washington Commanders. Um, so, you know, that's another another guy that had, you know, a lot of success, um, you know, with Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, um, you know, running those really good offenses with the Chiefs, um, you know, and I thought Sam Howell had a really good year uh, with the Commanders, you know, throwing the football. And a lot of that had to do with Eric Bieniemy running that offense. So um, that's another name that, you know, I think should be getting interviews for head coaching jobs. Um, haven't really heard his name uh, being thrown around a whole lot yet, but uh, that's another name for, you know, possibly some teams looking for a head coach to consider. So, um, you know, lots of possibilities. We'll have to wait and see in what direction the Seahawks want to go in with their new head coach. Um, but, uh, you know, obviously they need some improvements on the defensive side of the football. They struggle to stop the run once again this season. So, you know, either they get a defensive-minded head coach or, um, you know, they get a really good defensive coordinator to help them, help them out. Or maybe they can go with an offensive-minded head coach. Um, you know, the offense could use some improvements as well. They do have very talented players. Um you know, they did score a lot on a lot of their drives this season. Uh, they scored on most of their drives. Uh, but a lot of those drives, you know, they were held to field goals. They had to settle for field goals quite a bit this season. Um, and, uh, you know, with a good offensive mind, um, you know, we, we could put more touchdowns on the board. So um, a lot for the Seahawks to consider um, as far as who to hire for their next head coach. Um so we'll see what happens, but, um, you know, it's, it's been uh, very interesting, uh, you know, to see what direction the Seahawks want to go in. Um, and, uh, you know, they definitely need to make the right move here. So I imagine they're going to take their time, um, you know, really consider, you know, a lot of these candidates that they are interviewing um, and hopefully find, you know, the best, the best guy for the job. So, um, you know, we'll see what happens, but, um, you know, hopefully the Seahawks make the right move. So that's my thoughts on uh, the latest on the Seahawks head coaching search. Um, now let's talk about these um, big matchups um, in the divisional round of the NFL playoffs. First game I want to talk about is the matchup between the Houston Texans and the Baltimore Ravens. That's going to be a really good game on Saturday. Big AFC um, matchup in the divisional round. Um, and this should be a really great game. On one hand, you got the Houston Texans. With their rookie quarterback, C.J. Stroud, coming off of a very good um, playoff debut where he threw three touchdown passes, tying a rookie playoff record um, for the most touchdown passes thrown in a game by a rookie in the playoffs. Um, so, you know, he had a very good playoff debut, um, you know, looking to build on that, going up against another very good defense in the Baltimore Ravens. He did a really good job against arguably one of the best defenses in the NFL in the Cleveland Browns 
Now he's going up against another one of the best defenses once again in the Baltimore Ravens, a team uh, that uh, the Texans played all the way back in week one. Uh, the Ravens, they got the win in week one. Um, but, uh, you know, it'll be really interesting to see what did the Texans learn from that matchup? What did C.J. Stroud learn, um, you know, going all the way back to week one against the Ravens? Uh, you know, we know that, you know, both C.J. Stroud and Lamar Jackson will spend a lot of time, you know, watching film of that game uh, to get ready for this game. So, um, you know, it should be a very interesting matchup. Um, and on the other hand, you know, you have Lamar Jackson, um, who recently, you know, going into the season became one of the most highest paid quarterbacks in the NFL, actually one of the most highest paid players in the NFL, you know, signing that big contract. Um, and uh, now he's got to live up to that contract um, and show everyone that he can win in the playoffs. Uh, Lamar Jackson um, has been one of the most successful QBs in the regular season since coming into the league, uh, but he hasn't had a whole lot of playoff success. Um, you know, and once again, this season, um, you know, he put up another MVP type regular season as far as, um, you know, numbers. I think he has a really good chance of possibly winning the MVP award for the second time in his career this season, but um, not a whole lot of playoff success. Um, he hasn't played in a playoff game in three years. Um, you know, he has been dealing with injuries um, around this time over the past couple of years, but now that Lamar Jackson is fully healthy, um, you know, we know how good he can run the football. He's got some weapons. Um, Isaiah Likely has been doing a really good job of filling in for the injured Mark Andrews. Um, you know, uh, the addition of Zay Flowers and Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, to go along with, with Rashad Bateman. Um, you know, they have a really good group of wide receivers. They've all been playing well. The defense, of course, has been very good for the Baltimore Ravens. So there's really no excuse for Lamar Jackson. Uh, going into this postseason, he has to perform well, um, you know, in the playoffs, um, on the biggest stage, at the highest level, um, and uh, you know, it's it's time for you know Lamar Jackson to really step up here. So um, it's going to be a very interesting game. I do expect there to be a lot of points scored in this game. Um, you know, I think C.J. Stroud, even though this is a very good Baltimore Ravens defense, I think C.J. Stroud could have some success in this game. I think he could put a lot of points on the board and we know how good Lamar Jackson can be with this offense, both, you know, running the football with his legs, extending plays and making big plays with his arm as well. Lamar Jackson has been very accurate this season. Um, and, uh, you know, both of these quarterbacks do a very good job of taking care of the football as well. So um, I think this is going to be a very interesting, interesting game. I think it'll be high scoring. Uh, but I do think the Ravens will win this game, um, you know, because of the pressure that's on Lamar Jackson. Um, you know, I think he has to perform well in this game. Um, and, uh, you know, C.J. Stroud, a lot more relaxed, you know, a rookie, um, you know, coming off of his first big playoff win. Um, you know, this Houston Texans team is very hungry. Um, and I think that's what can make this game very interesting. A young, hungry team, you know, going up against a team that is expected, you know, to possibly win the Super Bowl this year. So should be an interesting game. Uh, but I do think the Ravens, you know, playing at home, I think they will find a way to get a win in this matchup. Uh, but I do expect this to be a very well-played game, uh, you know, by both teams. And it should be a lot of fun to watch. Uh, but I do think the Ravens will win a close game 
over the Houston Texans and move on to the AFC Championship. Um, another big matchup over in the NFC, a big game on Saturday night between the San Francisco 49ers uh, going up against uh, the Green Bay Packers. Um, you know, 49ers coming off of their bye week, just like the Baltimore Ravens um, after getting the first round bye. Um, now they're taking on the Green Bay Packers, who shocked the whole world, uh, getting a big win over the Dallas Cowboys last week. Jordan Love had a very good uh, playoff debut. Um, and, uh, you know, it's going to be a, a really good test once again for Jordan Love. Um, you know, after picking apart a very good Dallas Cowboys defense, um, you know, now he's going to have to go up against a defense uh, that um, is even better than Dallas Cowboys, uh, in my opinion. Um, the 49ers defense, you know, another one of the best defenses in the NFL. So, um, you know, it's going to be a big challenge for Jordan Love. Um, but, you know, like the Houston Texans, the Green Bay Packers are a young, hungry team. They're the first ever number seven seed uh, to win a playoff game. Um, you know, I know this uh, number seven uh, seed has only been, you know, around uh, for about four years now. Uh, but um, Packers, the first number seven seed to advance uh, to the divisional round of the playoffs. Um, now they're taking on a very good explosive offense in the 49ers. Um, you know, Brock Purdy, um, you know, does a really good job of spreading the football around to all of his weapons. Um, you know, of course, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle, you know, they can all make plays. Christian McCaffrey, uh, fully healthy, coming back from um, a very minor Calf injury, he set out week 18, um, the final game of the regular season. Um, and, uh, you know, very minor calf injury. So um, he's expected to play in this game as well. So 49ers looks like they're going to be fully healthy coming into this matchup against the Green Bay Packers. This game will be, of course, in San Francisco. Um, so, you know, I do think the 49ers will win this game. Um, you know, I think their offense is just going to be too explosive. Uh, for that Packers defense, I think Christian McCaffrey will have a really good game running the football. Um, and I think, you know, Brock Purdy um, will make some big plays in this game. Um, we'll see if Jordan Love can find a way to keep up uh, with this 49ers offense. Um, you know, try to match point for point with that team. Um, so it should be an interesting game. Uh, but I do think the 49ers, you know, with, uh, you know, that top tier defense, uh, I think they will find a way to get a win against the Packers. Um, but, uh, you know, like I said, Packers, a young, hungry team. Um, you know, these two teams um, have a, a very big playoff rivalry as well. Um, so it should be an interesting game, but I do think the 49ers will get the win um, and they will move on to the NFC Championship. Uh, now moving on to the games on Sunday, a big matchup in the NFC between the Detroit Lions and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, this is another a very interesting game. Um, you know, the Buccaneers, um, you know, getting a big win over the Philadelphia Eagles uh, last week. Uh, Baker Mayfield playing very well. Um, now going up against a Detroit Lions team uh, that, um, you know, got a, a, a win over the L.A. Rams in a close game, um, a hard-fought game, and the Lions got the win at home in Detroit. Then now they will be um, back at home once again uh, to take on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So this should be a very interesting game as well. You have two offenses um, that have really been playing well. Um, 
you know, two defenses, um, you're looking to, um, you know, try to slow down uh, two very good offenses. You look at this Lions team, um, and I think, you know, they are very well balanced. They can run the football well with David Montgomery and Jameer Gibbs. They got great playmakers, of course, in Amon Ross, St. Brown, Sam Laporta, um, you know, Josh Reynolds uh, had a really good game against the Rams last week as well. Jamison Williams, um, you know, can make plays if he gets the opportunity as well. So, um, you know, Lions, they got a lot of um, playmakers for Jared Goff uh, to spread the football around. Um, and, uh, you know, their defense, uh, pretty good at stopping the run. So, um, you know, it's going to come down to, you know, can Baker Mayfield make some big plays once again for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Uh, the Lions, their secondary has struggled at times. Um, so that could make this game very interesting. I think that, you know, if Baker Mayfield um, can make some big plays, um, you know, I think we could see another very close game, a high-scoring game um, over in Detroit as well. Um, you know, if Mike Evans and Chris Godwin and Kate Otten make some big plays, um, you know, for Baker Mayfield. And if they could run the football uh, with Rashad White, um, you know, I think this could be a very interesting game. But uh, with that being said, you know, the Lions, uh, you know, they have a, a very good home field advantage. Uh, you know, their crowd uh, last week was electric uh, coming off of their first um, home playoff win um, in 32 years. Um so, you know, I do think that once again, um, you know, the Lions will have that advantage with that home crowd. Um, you know, I expect that crowd to be very electric and very loud once again. Um, and I think the Lions will win a close game over the Buccaneers. But I think this one should be very interesting to watch. Um, you know, if Baker Mayfield can attack that Lions secondary, um, I think we're going to have a very good game on our hands in this matchup. But I do think the Lions will win this game. And finally, we have the big matchup over in the AFC uh, between the Buffalo Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs. We know when these two teams get together, it's always a very fun game to watch. These two teams may not be division rivals, but they are definitely playoff rivals. Patrick Mahomes versus Josh Allen. This is always a very fun and exciting game to watch especially, uh, you know, with the Buffalo Bills, um, you know, beating the Kansas City Chiefs in the regular season. I think that makes this game even more interesting now that, um, you know, uh, both of these teams have found ways to beat each other. So, um, you know, I think this is going to be a great game. Um, you know, looking at, um, you know, these two offenses, um, you know, it's easy to think that it's going to come down to the quarterbacks, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes. Uh, but, um, you know, looking at this game, um, you know, expecting some snowy weather uh, once again um, over in Buffalo. Um, and, uh, you know, obviously it's going to be, you know, cold weather. Um, so I think that both of these teams are going to rely on running the football in this matchup. Um, so keep an eye on James Cook and Isaiah Pacheco. Um, you know, James Cook, um, you know, the leading running back for the Buffalo Bills, Isaiah Pacheco the leading running back for the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, you know, keep an eye on these two running backs running the football. This may, this game may come down to which team does a better job of running the football. And, of course, um, you know, both of these quarterbacks running the football as well. Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, 
you know, they could both uh, make some big plays with their legs and with their arms as well. So, um, you know, this might come down to, you know, which quarterback does a better job of scrambling um, and making big plays um, outside of the pocket. So, um, you know, these two defenses are going to have their hands full. Um, but uh, with that being said, um, you know, it's going to come down to which team does a better job of running the football um, and keeping the opposing quarterback on the sidelines. Um, you know, um, to beat guys like Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen, you have to be able to run the football and control the clock. Um, so, you know, that's going to be key for both of these teams in this matchup. Uh, but I do think the Buffalo Bills will get the win at home. Call me crazy. I might be crazy. Um, you know, Patrick Mahomes, 12-3 and three in his career, in, in his playoff. Um, in uh, He's got a 12-3 and three record in the playoffs in his career. Um, so with that being said, um, you know, I might be a little crazy going with Josh Allen in this matchup, but, you know, if Josh Allen um, can, you know, protect the football, uh, not turn the football over, um, you know, I think he has a really good chance of winning this game. The Buffalo Bills are 17-0 when Josh Allen does not turn the football over since going all the way back to 2020. So, um, you know, I think that's going to be the big key um, for the Buffalo Bills and for Josh Allen. Can they take care of the football. This Kansas City Chiefs defense is very good. And if you give Patrick Mahomes extra possessions, um, you know, he will find a way to win this game. Um, but, uh, you know, like I said, it's going to come down to which team does a better job of running the football. And ultimately, if this game is close, it's going to come down to who has the ball last at the end of the game. This is the biggest toss-up. This is the toughest game for me to pick. I honestly could see this game going either way. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, um, I think that uh, Josh Allen will find a way to get it done um, and uh, end a, a really impressive streak, um, you know, of the Kansas City Chiefs going all the way to the AFC Championship game. But, you know, we'll see what happens. Um, I think, like I said, this possibly could come, come down to who has the ball last at the end of the game. And if you're the Buffalo Bills, um, you know, you make sure there's less than 13 seconds on the clock if Patrick Mahomes has the ball last. Um, you know, I've seen a lot of great playoff games, um, you know, over the years. Um, you know, I've seen a lot of really good Seahawks 49ers division rival matchups um, in the playoffs. You know, I've seen a lot of really good Seahawks Green Bay Packers playoff matchups as well um you know but um you know i think the best game i've ever seen uh, was that matchup a couple of years uh between the buffalo bills um and the kansas city chiefs uh you know that big game where it came down to 13 seconds um and the chiefs you know they went patrick mahomes you know um you know marched uh you know the chiefs down the field they scored took the game in overtime and ended up winning the game in overtime. And of course, that was the big game uh, where the overtime rules were changed um, after that game. Um, and now uh, both teams, you know, regardless of, you know, what happens in that first possession, uh, you know, both teams now have a chance to possess the football in overtime. So, um, you know, that big game, you know, sparked, um, you know, that big rule change. Um, and that just makes things so much more interesting 
um, in uh, playoff football. So, you know, it's going to be a great game. Like I said, I do think the Bills will win. Call me crazy because I might be a little crazy picking against Patrick Mahomes. Um, but, uh, you know, this Chiefs offense, um, you know, um, not what it used to be. Um, you know, this Chiefs defense still very good. Uh, but, um, you know, that offense is not what it used to be. But, um, you know, things could change in the playoffs. I thought they played very well against the Dolphins last week offensively. Um, but, uh, you know, this this Bills team, they really built their defense around trying to stop Patrick Mahomes uh, going into this season. Um, and this Bills defense has really been playing well lately, um, you know, despite um, you know, having injured players on that defense, you know, the, the next man up philosophy has really been working out well for the Buffalo Bills and their defense lately. Um, and they've really been stepping up and playing well. So with that being said, should be a good game, but I do think the Bills will win a close game, uh, possibly in overtime, maybe once again. Uh, but, um, you know, this should be a very good game. So, you know, we'll see what happens, uh, but um, it's going to be a very fun divisional round of the NFL playoffs. Looking forward to seeing who's going to advance to to conference championship weekend. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun and uh, really looking forward to this weekend of NFL football. So that's my thoughts on that. Now to talk a little MLB news really quick. Um, the Toronto Blue Jays, uh, they make an interesting signing. Uh, they sign um, a pitcher uh, coming out of Cuba, um, Uriel Rodriguez. Um, interesting pitcher. Um, there is some talk that he could be joining the Toronto Blue Jays starting rotation. Um, you know, he might be a reliever, uh, possibly as well. So, uh, we'll see how the Blue Jays decide to use him. Uh, but, um, you know, Uriel Rodriguez, haven't heard a whole lot about him, uh, but he is a pitcher coming over from Cuba, um, so uh, we'll see, um, you know, how this works out for the Blue Jays. Um, if they decide to add him to their starting rotation, there is some speculation that they could possibly trade Alec Manoa. Um, so, you know, we'll see what happens. But um, that's all speculation for now. But um, um, Uriel Rodriguez uh, could be a very interesting addition uh, to that Toronto Blue Jays pitching staff. Um, other MLB news. Um, the St. Louis Cardinals, they bring back a familiar face, Matt Carpenter, um, going back to where he began his career with the St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, he played with the Cardinals for 11 seasons, um, and uh, he's always been a really good hitter throughout his career. Um, and now going back to the St. Louis Cardinals, um, you know, once again, you know, I think he can be a really good addition to that St. Louis Cardinals lineup. And, you know, the Cardinals... They like bringing back old players. Um, you know, we saw them do this with Albert Pujols uh, before he retired. Um, and uh, now bringing back, you know, Matt Carpenter. Um, you know, I think that could really uh, be a really good addition once again to that St. Louis Cardinals lineup. Um, and they have a very good lineup. You know, they revamped that starting rotation as well. Um, so keep an eye on the St. Louis Cardinals um, in that NL Central. Um, they're going to be a very interesting team in that division this season. So um, that's my thoughts on some of the news around the MLB. Uh, now I want to talk Seattle Mariners baseball uh, really quickly. Uh, the Mariners, they did um, make an addition to their bullpen. They signed Austin Voth 
uh, to a one-year major league contract to add him to their bullpen. I don't know a whole lot about Austin Voth, um, but one thing I do know is the Mariners, um, you know, they definitely have an act for, you know, finding guys that are under the radar, um, you know, guys that, that have either struggled, um, you know, throughout their career um, or guys that, you know, um, no one really knows about. You know, they find that undiscovered talent. Uh, they find those hidden gems um, and they make really good relievers out of them um, in their bullpen. So hopefully this is the case with Austin Voth. Um, you know, hopefully the Mariners um, have found a hidden gem in Austin Voth. Um, and hopefully he will be a really good addition to their bullpen uh, this season as well. Um, as far as what other moves the Mariners could possibly make, um, you know, um, I think that they could definitely use another infielder, um, you know, maybe, um, you know, either another second baseman to platoon uh, with Josh Rojas, um, or, you know, they could, um, you know, maybe go out and get another third baseman um, and move uh, Luis Urias over to second base to platoon with Josh Rojas. Uh, that's another uh, possibility as well. But, um, you know, I do think the Mariners could definitely use one more bat uh, to add to their lineup. Um, we'll see if they make any more moves in free agency um, or, um, you know, in trade. A couple of interest, interesting uh, free agents uh, that could possibly play second base that the Mariners could possibly look into. Uh, maybe a guy like Whit Merrifield, um, you know, Whit Merrifield, longtime Kansas City Royal. Um, he also spent time with the Toronto Blue Jays as well. Um, you know, um, very good, versatile player uh, who could also play out in the outfield as well. Um, he could hit either at the top or at the bottom of your lineup. Uh, maybe the Mariners would be interested in signing a guy like Whit Merrifield or a guy like Tim Anderson, um, who has been a very good shortstop throughout his career. Um, he's also played a little bit of second base as well. Um, he played second base in the World Baseball Classic for Team USA. Um, you know, had a bit of a disappointing season uh, last season with the Chicago White Sox, but um, overall, you know, he's put up really good numbers throughout his career with the White Sox. Um, you know, maybe he can be, um, you know, a possibility for the Mariners to sign um, in free agency as well to come over and play second base. Um, or maybe, you know, they could be looking uh, more at the third base market. Um, so, you know, we'll see what happens. But, um, you know, um, lots of good players still on the market in free agency. Um, you know, guys like J.D. Martinez, Cody Bellinger, um, Reese Hoskins. Um, you know, also um, Blake Snell is still on the market as well. So, um, you know, we're about a month away Um from spring training um, and, you know, still lots of good players on the market. Um, you know, lots of trade speculations are still, you know, happening. So, um, you know, I do think there still could be a lot of movement, um, you know, that could be happening over this final month of the off season before we get to spring training. Um, so we'll see what happens around the MLB. Um, but uh, lots of, of, you know, moves could be picking up here very soon. I think we could see a lot more action, um, you know, in the next few days. So we'll see what happens. Uh, but, uh, you know, hopefully the Mariners, um, you know, can make some more moves, um, you know, to help improve this ball club. Um, you know, it's going to be a very interesting team. 
Um, lots of new faces uh, going into this season for the Mariners. So, um, you know, we'll see what happens. But um, I think this is going to be a very interesting team to watch. Um, you know, a team that uh, does a much better job of putting the ball in play. I think the Mariners got rid of a lot of strikeouts uh, from their lineup uh, going into this season. Um, and uh, I think that could definitely help their offense um, in the long run. And, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. So we'll see what other moves the Mariners make. Um, but uh, really looking forward to watching this this team in 2024. They're going to be a very fun team to watch. So that's my thoughts on the latest MLB news. Um, now I just want to leave you guys with a quick Bible verse before I go. From the book of Lamentations, chapter 3, verse 25. Um, this Bible verse says, the Lord is good to those who depend on him, to those who search for him. Uh, this is an incredible reminder to all of us that the evidence of God, the evidence of the goodness of God is all around us. Um, and, um, you know, if you just seek the Lord with all your heart um, and if you seek his will for your life each and every single day, uh, you will experience the glory of the goodness of God. Um and you experience the evidence of the goodness of God that is all around us each and every single day. So I just want to leave you guys with that reminder today. Thank you guys for listening. God bless you guys. Always remember that God is love and God is good all the time. Uh, thank you guys for listening, and I'll see you guys next time. Go Mariners, and um, enjoy watching uh, the NFL playoffs this weekend. See you guys next time.